0: Welcome to the Introverted Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Van Slyke. My soul's mission on this planet is to help fellow introverts grow their online influence in a state of feminine flow and ease. While battling the woes of depression, anxiety, and even mom guilt, I've somehow managed to build a six-figure blog without the use of social media and without sacrificing my mental health. If I can do it. You can fucking too. Hello, you fabulous soul. Thank you so much for joining me today for episode 35 of the Introverted Influencer Podcast. Oh my gosh, it is my favorite time of year—fall in Tennessee, baby. The leaves are changing, and the temps have definitely cooled down. Normally, in the summertime here in the south, it is, like, ridiculously oppressive. But in the fall, we get beautiful days, you know, anywhere from the 60s to the 70s. Low humidity, breezy, not a cloud in the sky, and, oh, it's so nice and I'm really enjoying my first fall here in our lake house. We've actually been having some fires down by the lake on Friday nights. I'll get a glass of wine and stuff for s'mores for the kids and my husband and I will talk over the fire. And we were chatting about business and he i guess i said something to the extent of i was talking about how i'd self sabotaged myself in the past for feeling guilty when something felt easy or when success came easily and i've i've talked about this before on on the podcast in different episodes and how you know i'm ready to embrace ease again i've had a challenging season in my business and I am ready to embrace ease again. And this time when I when I hit that flow, when I'm out of that ebb and into that flow again, I am not going to sabotage it. I'm not going to feel guilty. I have earned this shit by golly and I'm going to I'm going to savor it. But that leads me to what I want to discuss today. So My husband, when I was talking about ease in my business, he said, Erica, you really don't give yourself enough credit for actually how hard you've worked. So my blog, it will be, oh my gosh, next week will be officially seven years that I have been blogging. And of those seven years, I didn't even make hardly any income at all until about two years. And so then it got me thinking like yeah, I am a hard worker and I've done this all on my own. And I need to pat myself on the back for that. But it got me kind of thinking okay, it has been hard. I don't want to give anybody the impression because I do lo- I want to be the antidote to this bro hustle type culture. I feel like that's part of my purpose. That's part of why I've started this podcast is to allow others to harness their their feminine energy and their flowy, creative energy and to not white knuckle it through life. And that's one of my main messages, but I don't, I don't need to give anyone the wrong impression either that it's just going to be easy (laughs) because it's not. Um, and so I think I'm going to title this episode today, how to know if your business or your career path is truly soul aligned because when your business or career path is truly soul aligned, of course it will come with challenges. You will have to have, you'll still have to have willpower, but it's a different kind of hard. Okay. So I kind of want to list out some of the ways that it is hard to have your own business. And then we'll get into how, how to know if it's aligned. So what has been hard growing this business for seven years? Okay. <laughs> it's hard to show up the, the, The two years that I showed up, hardly making any damn money. And if anything, so I was working for free, right? And on top of that, it actually did, there were investments required. Very small investments. That's why digital entrepreneurship is amazing, guys, because it's such low overhead. But there were still some investments. I had to invest in hosting, photoshop photography camera tripod i invested in some courses some educational courses so there was still some of an investment and i wasn't making anything that's freaking hard you're not guaranteed to make money from a business but continually showing up and doing the work despite not freaking being paid that shit's hard Another thing that I think a lot of people struggle with if they want to go out and, and be an entrepreneur and, or be a creative and make money in a way that feels good to them, in today's age, it, it requires you to be seen on a certain level. And I know this can be really uncomfortable because you've got to put yourself out there It's wise to utilize what we have nowadays, the marketing platforms we have for them, which a lot of them are social media platforms. So it was scary to start a blog and promote it on Facebook when I was still working for a company and I knew... My boss and all of my coworkers could see what I was doing. That shit was hard to put myself out there and be seen with my blog, being vulnerable, being new, being messy, and knowing that they could all see it. That was hard. It's hard to know that haters from high school can be looking at you and judging you when you put yourself out there and promote your work. That's hard. Putting in the work day in, day out. When you're never guaranteed to make it. When no one else supports you, no one else gets what the hell you're doing. If anything, they might be discouraging you from showing up because, you know, like our parents, they care about us. They want what's best, but there's some fear programming that they grew up with that... Potentially, can be leaked onto you. And so that's hard to, it's a lonely path, entrepreneurship, to show up day in, day out with no support. And maybe people are discouraging you. And what happened to me, <laughs> it got to where I just, I didn't talk to anybody about what I did or my dreams because I didn't want to hear it. So, yeah, but that's okay because (laughs) I'm thinking about this now. When you're starting off, most likely you're going to have to have your day job and then your passion will be a side hustle before it it produces enough revenue. So just expect, or I don't want to wish this on you, But most of us are probably introverts. I'm an introvert. So I didn't mind this so much. But I lost my social circle. Because number one, I got sick of people not getting it, not supporting me. And number two, I was dedicating nights and entire weekends to my side hustle. To my blog until it actually made enough money to quit the day job. So... Yeah, like losing your social scene, if that's important to you, that's hard because you're dedicating nights and weekends. And now what I am, I've am i been faced with for the past few months is that as soon as you think you've figured your business out and you've got it flowing, and I was to that point where I was only working like six to seven hours a week and and bringing in really good money, okay? As soon as you think you got it figured out, something out of your control, a curveball will be thrown at you and you're going to have to be flexible enough and resilient enough to figure it out and continue to go. And so that curveball for me was an algorithm change with Pinterest, but for others, uh, you know, some were hit during the pandemic, business owners. There's always going to be some external force you have no control over, And you're gonna have to find your way through it. All of that, those are like my top, what I can just automatically recall as being hard as a business owner. But guess what? It's not as hard as feeling like an animal in a freaking cage. driving to a job you hate, getting stuck in traffic, rushing to a job you hate, and sitting there for hours on end in an effing cubicle. Or the heaviness on your chest, the pit in your stomach when you know you should and could be doing something else with your life. Or the regret that comes along with not seeing what could be if you just took the first step out of your comfort zone. To me, that is way harder than all of the aforementioned reasons. And with that being said, I want to get a little more crystal clear about how you can tell if what you're doing, maybe you're new and you're still not sure that what you're doing is in alignment with your soul and your heart. So I'm going to give an analogy and it's probably been overused, but I think it's just, it's really a universal, easily understandable, relatable analogy. So think of it like, fitness, and working out. And typically, I've been working out for, wow, ever since I was about 13, I was going to the gym. So, have I ever really looked forward to a workout? No. Am I typically always trying to procrastinate the workout and put it off? Yes. Would I rather just be in bed eating bonbons, drinking wine, and watching TV? Of course. Of course I would. But then, I recall the feeling and the high and the euphoria I get after I've finished a workout. And I think about the results I want to accomplish of being in shape and feeling good and breaking a sweat and moving energy. And having a six pack. And that gets me motivated enough to get it the fuck together, get on my workout stuff, get in the car and go to the gym and do it. And the first, I don't know, five, 10 minutes, I'm uncomfortable. Actually, I don't like the feeling of when I first get sweaty and hot (laughs) but then it subsides and I get into the zone. And before I know it, I look up and I'm like, shit, it's already been an hour. I need to wrap it up and get out of here. That is basically the same feeling I get when I'm about to do a blog post or even a podcast. And I'm still uncomfortable doing these podcasts, FYI. I don't, I don't know that I really get into my flow here, y'all, but I do with the blog. I never, ever want to sit down and write a blog post, like ever. I dread having to like clean my house and stage it to take the photos for it. And there's been times when I have, I've been so lazy, I photoshopped like freaking Cheerios from the ground because I was <laughs> too lazy to clean my house for the blog, But once I think about how fun it's going to be to share it with everyone and to put it up on Pinterest and go through and edit the photos, that's one of my favorite parts of the process is editing photos. And basically just seeing my vision come into fruition in the imagery. So once I... Envision that, then I can kind of get motivated enough to put one foot in front of the other. And five, ten minutes into either writing the blog post or photographing, staging, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm in my zone, and I, I can't be bothered." And then it's so much fun to put it out into the world because you never know, like when. When the next post will go viral, it's like playing the lottery almost. And it gets me off every time, baby. I love it. I love that feeling. But I always procrastinate writing that blog post. But it feels good afterwards. Just as I have procrastinated, I have found everything under the sun I could be doing besides this podcast today. I have put it off for hours. And I get nervous before I sit down and do it. I don't know that I necessarily get in a flow yet when I'm while I'm doing it. But afterwards, I feel so good. When I get the feedback from the audience of how it's changed their life, my God, it keeps me going. And I know that it's worth all the discomfort. So... I think a good way to evaluate if something is truly aligned for you and you need to keep pursuing it is okay, do you feel good? Does the outcome of your discomfort or your efforts feel good enough to keep you going, the ultimate outcome, versus the actual process? The process itself, you may dread. It's going to be uncomfortable. It can be frustrating at times. But is the outcome still ultimately lighting you up? And I think that is just a really simple way to reflect and see if you need to continue on in your path. And while this entire journey has been hard... I cannot reiterate enough. It's a good, it's a good hard. It's not a soul sucking, I hate my life. I can't get the fuck out of bed hard. Like I dread every day kind of hard. I know what that's like. So I think maybe I've experienced such contrast, and probably you have too if you're listening when you have experienced such contrast of like absolutely hating your your career and your day in day out life dreading it hating it wanting to escape from it when you've experienced that degree of hard <laughs> when you feel the inspired kind of hard and the soul aligned kind of hard it's actually going to feel like a piece of cake it's going to feel easy It's going to feel so much lighter. So I am sorry if perhaps I have given you the wrong impression that it's all easy. But compared to the really dark places I was in before I stepped into my true path, it does feel easy. And it's all worth it. So I just want to tell you today, if you have kind of lost focus, lost your vision because you've gotten so caught up in the actual process, just keep putting one foot in front of the other and imagine the bigger picture the bigger outcome that you have been working for day in, day out to achieve. It'll be so, so freaking worth all the doubt, the discomfort, the working for free, the investing, the losing the friends that were never your freaking friends to begin with. It'll all be worth it. Continue to take the action. Continue... To saturate your subconscious with podcasts like these, books, YouTube channels of people who are doing the thing you want to do, living the life you want to live. Saturate yourself in that content, especially when it feels lonely because it is a lonely path at times. And another thing I like to do is to tap into the future version of myself. Maybe a year ahead, two years ahead. And I like to do that in meditation, especially hypnosis. But I like to tap into my higher self, the one who's accomplished what I want to accomplish. And I envision every detail of that future. And how she's showing up, how she's acting, how she's dressing, who she's around, what she does in her free time, what she's accomplished. And I tap into that feeling. And I make my decisions from there. So once again, I didn't have any notes and I was just flowing from the heart. And luckily this week, I didn't have the lawnmower guy to interrupt me. So I hope that helped you if you've just kind of lost motivation. I know we're towards the end of the year and that happens and that's okay. I I typically lose my motivation towards the end of the year as well. And I like to give myself about a month or so to just to be lazy and to kind of be a hermit and reflect on what I want for the next year. And thank God I've created a life where I can afford to do that. I can do that. And you can do. I'm not special. You can do this too. So I'm going to get off here. And next week, I am going to be speaking at the Abundance Formula event in Chattanooga, downtown Chattanooga. I will leave the link in the show notes. If you want to buy a ticket, I would love to meet you. It's next Saturday. That's November 5th. And I believe it's from 10 to 4. And I'm going to be a keynote speaker there. So I need to get off now and continue to work on my speech. So hang in there. You've got this thank you so much for stopping by this week. I make no money from this show. Actually, it costs me money to produce and host. So the best way you can show your support for this passion project of mine is by leaving the show a five-star written review on Apple So if you would like to contribute monetarily to the show, you can leave a tip in my digital tip jar, which I have the link in the show notes. You can always share it with a friend who you think could benefit from the message or even better, you can take a screenshot of this episode upload it to your Insta stories and tag me in it at Designing Vibes. Sending you